Hey friends, before we dive into the episode today, I wanted to personally invite you to Mic Check Retreat, the retreat for podcasters that's happening this June in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I'm hosting it and I can't wait for you to join us. So in this three-day retreat, we're going to kick off with a welcome mixer. Then on day two, dive into all things education and workshops. Then day three, we're going to continue those workshops and even have some time for implementation. At this retreat, we are going to be focused on making your podcast work for you, but also connecting with other podcasters to see what's working for them. So make sure you head to micchecksociety.com, find the information about the retreat, and grab your early bird ticket today. I hope to see you there. Back to the episode. Starting a business is fun. Being your own boss is fun. Finding the freedom that comes with owning your own business is, let me say it again, fun. You know what's not fun though? The admin side of a business. The parts that no one tells you about before you actually start a business, like setting up an LLC, paying taxes, or paying yourself. In today's episode, I'm tackling the heavy topic of how to pay yourself as a business owner, and more specifically, how I pay myself from my LLC. Because while figuring out how to pay yourself isn't fun, Getting paid is a ton of fun. Hey y'all, welcome to the Clocking In Podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs and professionals making their way in the working world. I'm your host, Haley Gaffin. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Gaffin Creative, a podcast production company for creative entrepreneurs. Learn more about our services at gaffincreative.com, plus you'll also find resources, show notes, and more for the Clocking In Podcast. So, Let's clock in and get to work. A couple of episodes ago, I mentioned that I'd be sharing how I pay myself and my business because it's one of the hardest things to figure out, especially when your income is inconsistent or you have really busy seasons and really slow seasons. Now I'll go ahead and mention again, like I have in past episodes, I am not a financial advisor, so I highly recommend that you consult with a CPA or an advisor on what will work best for you and your business if you can't figure it out on your own. There are so many ways that work when it comes to paying yourself. I've even considered changing up how I approach my method of paying myself, but come to realize that the way I'm doing it works best for me, the goals I have, and the living expenses that I have. And this episode isn't just for photographers or podcast producers. It's for anyone who owns their own business, and more specifically, an LLC. The number one thing that I'll share that I want you to take away from this episode before we really dive in is this. Separate your business finances from your personal finances. Everything you earn and spend in your business needs to be documented in your business account. If you're still using personal accounts and intermingling these accounts, just stop. Go fix that right now. I learned this in the first year of my business and it has been a lifesaver ever since. Okay, are we good to move forward now? In this episode, we'll cover a few really important steps to paying yourself, including setting goals for your business, budgeting for your own paycheck, maintaining a consistent paycheck in both slow and busy seasons, paying yourself for vacations, and rewarding yourself with bonuses. Let's talk about goals in your business first. Entrepreneurs start their businesses for a few reasons. It could be passion, flexibility, flexibility, unlimited earning power, 
being your own boss, and so much more. Business success is based on whatever you make of it, but one thing you'll want to consider is the financial aspect of running your business. How much does it cost to run your business? How much can you earn and how much can you pay yourself? Knowing your business goals will help you to find those business finances, which will help you achieve those goals much more easily. In knowing your business finances, you'll also be able to budget for everything as well, including how much you'll earn as a business owner. So let's talk about budgeting for your own paycheck. If you're a brand new business owner, it may take you a few months to really figure out how much you're actually spending in your business, but you can set a budget of expected expenses to know how much you'll need to cover those expenses. Then you'll want to figure up how much you want to earn in your business, which will be your paycheck. And you'll move that into your personal account. So spoiler alert, I've set and paid myself the same salary every year since I opened my business. I've not increased it and I'm fine with it, but I've also paid myself bonuses every year when the year was much more profitable than I expected. Now in my service-based business, I can have anywhere from 10 clients at a time to 50 or more, all paying very different and unique amounts based on the services they book. So how do I approach paying myself when I don't necessarily book the same amount of clients or the same amount of income every single month throughout the year? Let's start with defining your yearly salary. How much do you realistically want to make in a year? I knew that when I left my quote unquote cushy salary position in corporate America back in 2017, I wanted to at least match that salary if not bring home more than that salaried position offered, mainly because I'd grown accustomed to that paycheck and more specifically, the consistency of that paycheck. So I wrote down how much I wanted to make in a year. Then I figured up how much I need to bring in on a monthly paycheck to myself every single month to keep that consistency. So basically I took that number and divided it by 12. The first few months of doing this will kind of be a test, so don't feel like you've failed if you can't do it consistently in the first few months. You may need to work for a few months to really understand how much you can realistically pay yourself monthly. When you set that amount of money you want to make, please do not overpromise yourself. To set it, consider a few things. How much do I need to pay my bills? How much do I want to save or invest? How much do I want to splurge? And then add tax. <laughs> Make sure you listen to episode three of the podcast where I talk all about tax prep. Once you've decided on that paycheck, it's important to actually pay yourself. This doesn't have to be complicated. I actually just connect my bank accounts and transfer my monthly paycheck and tag it as an owner's draw in QuickBooks. And if you're not using QuickBooks in your business, please go buy it right now. Subscribe to it. I'm using QuickBooks Self-Employed because it makes tax season so easy. One more thing that I'll add before we move to the next point is that this means I can actually calculate how much my taxes are every month when I'm paying myself the exact same every single month because it will be the exact same amount every single month. I just take that number and get 30% of it and use that for taxes. Make sure you do go back and listen to episode three of the podcast for the tax prep information because I dive into much more detail here. And if you're taking my approach to paying yourself, it's important to remember this one rule that I'm about to get into if you have successful months. Don't touch the extra income just yet. Why? Because in your business, you may find yourself in times where you experience really slow seasons. And 
really busy seasons. So I actually keep my extra income in the business account for the months that I do have those slower seasons. But this year I am shifting the strategy slightly. So stick around to the end of this episode to hear why. So I have a couple of slow seasons in my business, specifically the month of December. December hits my business really hard, which kind of sucks because that's when Christmas happens. For my photography clients, they're not really interested in getting headshots or branding photos done. For my studio renters, they've usually completed their Christmas mini sessions by the first week of December, so they're not really looking at booking studios for the rest of the year. Additionally, my podcast clients like to take breaks around the holidays, especially if the holiday falls on their episode release dates. And I'm looking at you Christmas and New Year since you fall on the same day of the week back to back. But I get to make the same amount of money and actually more in December because I've held on to the income from busy seasons and I pay myself a bonus. So every December, I round up my profits in business, and since I'm the owner of my business, I can pay myself out at the end of the year. And this is what many companies would consider a Christmas bonus. But you know, I did earn all the money throughout the year and can officially say like, hey, congrats on a successful year in business. Here's all the money you've left in your account. Now, I'll add the caveat that this last year wasn't exactly the same because, you know, COVID. So in March of 2020, my projects for the most part were cut in half, but I still had my biggest client and I felt secure in how I was running my business and how I'd set aside extra money and could still pay myself the same amount even if I wasn't earning as much in my business. But then in July, my hours with my biggest client were unfortunately cut down, which is totally understandable. COVID impacted our industry and especially the entrepreneurship world so drastically that any business decision that was made during that time could never be taken personally. So I had to reevaluate where my money in business was coming from because I had lost so many hours with so many different clients. I needed to expand. So I expanded my podcast production company because podcasting was becoming bigger than ever. I booked a few more clients and was able to replace that income I'd lost due to the impacts of COVID from my other clients. The lesson here and why I'm so passionate and confident in the way I pay myself is that even in my slowest season, when I only brought in half of my normal paycheck, I was still able to pay myself the full amount because I had left that cushion in my business account from previous months when I'd brought in more than I actually paid myself. So another reason I'd like to pay myself this way is that since opening my business, I've never taken a vacation that I did not get paid for. Before I started working as a contractor and owning my own business, I came from the corporate world where you get paid vacation time. Making the move to contractor role or to entrepreneurship means, in most cases, giving that up. But I wanted to be able to say to my husband, hey, I have a bit of free time coming up, let's take a vacation. And then I would still get paid. By giving myself the expectation of making the same amount every single month, even on months when you bring in more or even double your paycheck, I'm allowing myself to get paid to take time away from work. And this is why I'm paying myself the way I do. This is why I am an entrepreneur now. I'm doing it for the freedom and that flexibility. I mean, along with the passion of just doing work I love. But you get so used to making the same amount of money every single month when you do it this way that it makes it easy to not feel like you're missing out on the money sitting in your business account. 
So now that I've shared the principles behind why I pay myself the way I do and how I do it, I do think it's important to highlight that every person is different and their goals are very different. You don't have to do this exactly how I do it. I'm not going to sit here and be like, this is the only way to do it because I know it's not. I actually had a friend share with me how she pays herself and it's totally different than how I do it, which made me rethink a little bit of how I'm paying myself this year. So that brings me to my next point of rewarding yourself with bonuses. So my friend was telling me that she sets an amount in her business account as the base, and then she pays herself everything over that each month, primarily because she wants to do more with that extra money instead of just letting it sit there, like invest it or save it. This made me realize a huge flaw in my own system. So instead of just paying myself an end of year bonus like I normally do, I'm going to start rewarding myself with a quarterly bonus. And how will I do this? I'm going to take my same principles that I've shared already, but alter them a little bit. Every quarter after I pay myself for that month, I'm going to review my business account and leave at least a paycheck and a half in my account for buffer. Everything over that will be a bonus. So I can invest in retirement, update things around my house if I want to, or just put it in savings to earn interest. Because all that extra money that I've kept in there throughout the year is not earning anything. So this allows me to continue to pay myself in slower seasons with that buffer money and cover any expenses and feel comfortable in how I'm running my business. Because I don't have it all figured out in how I'm running my business. Because it is okay to change how you do things throughout the year. Now that you've heard all about how I pay myself in my business, I'd love to hear how you pay yourself or how you're changing it based on this episode. Make sure you connect with me over on Instagram at Haley Gaffin, H-A-Y-L-E-E-G-A-F-F-I-N, and I'll link it in the show notes. And I can't wait to chat with you. This has been another episode of the Clocking In Podcast. You can find the show notes for this episode and more at gaffincreative.com. Thank you so much for your listenership and support. If you love this episode, I'd be so honored if you'd leave me a review in the Apple Podcast app. Until next time, I'm your host, Haley Gaffin, clocking out. So you've stuck around for the end of my episode, which means you're ready to cheer for some women this week. And I'm actually changing it up for this episode. And instead of cheering for three individual women, I'm cheering for a team led by women. I'm cheering for the ladies and gentlemen over at the Walls Group in Chattanooga, a female-led certified accounting firm. I could not survive tax season without them, and I'm just blown away by their knowledge and support in my small business. While they may feel like they do so very little for me, Having them on my side lifts so much weight off my shoulders at tax time. Additionally, my CPA there is the one who encouraged me to pay myself consistently, and I could not thank her enough for that advice.